We're back. Come on, bro. You know it only happens after dark. Welcome back to the After Dark Podcast, where we debate topics that are none of our business. You already know it's the regular crew. It's your boy, Mike. We got Tacked Up Chad. We got Big Stir in the building. Yes, yes. And I feel like y'all, y'all had to have missed us. So, you know, like I said, sorry for not dropping last week, uh, but we're back now. We're ready to keep it going. We're ready to keep the train rolling, give you ever-ending content. So make sure you like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow and give us five stars, not four, not three. This is premium content, five stars on all audio platforms and show us some love because we're showing y'all love every week. Like I always do, fellas, I have to ask, because I need to know how my brothers are doing mentally, how you're doing in your life spiritually, and how you're feeling. So how is everyone feeling today, son? Yeah, I'm feeling good. Uh, I don't have a lot to say. Um, I don't have necessarily a lot to say at all for once, but I'm feeling good. Shout out mom. Shout out little sister. Birthday this weekend. Uh, Other than that... uh, was shaking about. How about yourself, Chad? Uh, I'm doing good. I just got my car fixed. Uh, I got my car fixed. And yeah, I got my car fixed. <laughs> More of the story is Chad got his car fixed this week. Uh, you know, they don't ever ask me how I'm doing, but it's all good, good because I'm life. always Never. sunny on this end, always feeling good, nothing to complain about. We're back potting, so I'm where I need to be. But we got a full lineup today, a bunch of juicy stuff. Never know what vibes people are trying to get in. If we're trying to get messy or not, we'll see where it takes us. But the number one thing that we love at the After Dark podcast is love, I think. Over the week, Millie Bobby Brown got engaged at 19. And, you know, this really wouldn't be a story, but the fact that she's 19 and kind of throughout the past has been put this she's had this old stigma been put onto her you know which is which we feel like kind of had drake a little confused is kind of why he might could be found in her messages a little bit it's because everyone keeps putting this old stigma into it and he kind of bought into it a little bit she's a great actor you know or actress so she probably sold it it's not drake's fault wink wink if you can't tell what i'm doing but i just want to know sterling what were your initial reactions? How do you feel about Millie Bobby Brown getting engaged at 19? Did you have any thoughts? Did anything stand out to you? Well, I mean, congrats to them. That's first. Um, obviously, getting engaged is one thing. I mean, 19, let's just be real. I mean, like, this girl's brain is barely developed. She just turned into, became an adult literally a year and a half ago. Like, she barely knows right from wrong. Yes, she's had to grow up a lot faster than other people um, because of her career and what she does. But, hey, bro, it does not, does not substitute for real-life experiences in, ter- in terms of how much time you have on this earth. Secondly, look, we already know what's about to happen if they get married because, like we said, nobody, like, like I said, nobody really cares about her you know, fiancé being John Bajovi's John, John John Bi- son. They care about... <laughs> never care uh, yeah, they we we they care about they care about Bon Jovi being um, eventually the father-in-law to 
Millie Bobby Brown. And, you know, everybody knows when people get married within the use of the first year they're having kids, they're getting pregnant. It's like a normal thing. Like, it's so normal, especially nowadays with the way people are getting pregnant, having kids, just popping them out like left and right. And for those that aren't as fortunate to have it that easy, God bless you, too. Um, and I wish you the best on your journey on that end. But what I did want to say is, is like all, <clears throat> all it is is when young people get married at this age it just gives them an excuse to have children and be able to have sex and like have that amount of like exposure to the world and having a child without people saying oh she's 19 why she's having a kid if she's out of wedlock so you think let's just get married just so she can have kids well i'm not saying she wants to get knocked up (laughs) i'm sure she's a smart girl and like she really loves this guy too or cares about him at least do you think if but, she got married, they might do like some kind of alien thing for Stranger Things, like explaining it to the people, like, oh, she's only eleven, but you know, she's kind of got these <laughs> alien like being being formed inside her stomach or something like that. Oh, bro, <laughs> oh, if she got pregnant. Yeah, like if she got pregnant, like they can't just offer like Jamie Lynn. Like the show's way too Probably big. So when I want, anyway, this is the last season. Dang, but it is the last season. Like they're probably filming that already. Yeah, they probably already. Yeah, that's that's probably in progress while this is happening. But either way, my final thoughts on that. I mean, I think it's stupid. I mean, if she was my daughter, I'm like, granted, she probably made me as a parent a lot of money without me having to work. So I'm not I'm not going to give a fuck what she does. But for me, on the outside, looking in like we like our whole topic is or whole podcast is debating on, on topics that are none of our business. Let me tell you right now, I'm the I'm the first person to disagree with this 100 percent of the time. Love is love. But like, bro, you're 19, like engage at 19 is OD. Yeah, I was I was I was shocked about it too, until I realized we we probably know people who got married. They're <laughs> close enough to us. Yeah, but like my whole thing is one. Yes, she's young. So like the problems I have with it is yes, she's young. So you know, I'm not sure. I, I think the divorce rate is significantly higher if you get. Uh, married before the age of 25 and if you're a celebrity yeah and the fact that you're a celebrity celebrity relationships never work so that's just kind of like jumping the gun really i don't even see what they get out of marriage like usually marriage is like a bond thing between middle class people it helps you with like living situations both of these people are fucking loaded yo like so i don't know like (laughs) What they're really, why are they tying, well, they're not tying up any assets because, you know, they got way too much going on over there. But I just don't see, like, what they're even getting out of being engaged. But one thing I will say is the money part of it, they're both set. So when it comes to, like, being prepared to be married, you know, they're probably more prepared than any of us regular folk just on a financial basis and people carrying on and having taken care of everything for them. So it's not like they have to like go through the world and like fight it out together. But another interesting way that I kind of wanted to look at it is I feel like the stigma of marriage is kind of changing in America and it's way more, it's way more loose. Like it's just not like a thing. People are way more willing to get divorced and it's not a big deal anymore. It's just kind of like they wake up and it's just like, I'm not feeling this anymore and they just move on and it's, you know, it's upsetting, but it's like, it's a part of life. And I feel like there might be a transition where marriage is no longer 
this big ordeal, like a big ceremony thing. And it's way more loosey goosey, like how we throw, I love you around. I kind of want to get your opinions on there. Chad, do you have any first, what, what do you think about it? Yeah, it feels like, well, maybe, okay. So I have a thoughts about everything now because it shows social media. And what if marriage was always like that, but we just didn't know because we didn't get like, like back in the day to pay attention to celebrities, you had to like read a magazine. So, but are you only talking about celebrity marriages? Because I feel like marriages back in the day were more like an arrangement that made sense for like livelihood, survival and financial situations. Yeah. Like the marriage back in the day was very gender role specific. So it was like, it was almost like something that was necessary to do. Like the wife would stay home and do the cooking. The wife would find a match that she deemed somebody who was a protector and a provider of the household. Today, nowadays, those roles are kind of blurred. Like we don't really know who the protector and the provider is. Sometimes the woman's the provider. Sometimes the like the male is not so much the provider. And like the whole marriage idea, for me, one thing like, and I want to get married, but like one thing I've thought about is like the whole contract of marriage is just seems kind of outdated. Like, you know, it was more so like even the divorce laws, it was a protection for women back in the day because they weren't workers and they weren't really educated. So um, when they took half of the stuff, like it made sense because they couldn't go out and like really live on their own. But I feel like all of that needs to be revamped because people are just getting divorced left and right. And, you know, the financial situations are way more equal these days. Yeah. Let me let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The reason, first of all, I agree with you, it should be revamped. 100,000%. 100,000% should be, should be revamped the second women started getting educations, like, at an equal, at a relatively equal rate to men. Like, so they're over that, us now. Yeah, and the, and the thing is, is, we know why that's happening, um, it's, and it's a good thing. I mean, not, not necessarily it's a good thing that there's more women than men doing it, but it's a good thing that women have equal opportunity to do so. Um, but in terms of revamping the whole divorce laws in and of itself, it's like it, the whole idea is like, oh, like she's going to take half or he's going to take half of whatever they have. Like it's half and half when they leave. If she ain't got nothing and you got everything, guy or girl, it doesn't matter, vice versa, and you just dip out with 50% and you're gone, like – nowadays that's not even acceptable that shouldn't even be like like back in the day it was like women couldn't be educated or weren't as educated they they weren't they weren't even supposed to even leave the house aside from maybe going to get groceries and do like it wasn't even there was nothing but obviously things have changed and if you want my opinion on it like like i said it should have been changed years ago just because of the ideology is is like it's it goes to the point that somebody i mean and no offense to any woman out here out here because I mean, yes, the divorce rate is really high, and I believe 90% of divorces that are initiated at this point um, in the United States are by women. So, in heterosexual relationships, I should say. Um, so, I'm just putting that out there. Um, that's also a bite at social media as well, to understanding that women think that, you know, it's completely okay to do that. But back to the whole point of Millie Bobby Brown situation. I mean, financially, yes, they're prepared, but like I said, emotionally, and like you said, when it comes to celebrities, celebrities aren't going to be like the best at like maintaining relationships just because of, you know, they're celebrities. So well, I, I don't want to get, 
Chaz, what did, what did you, uh, I wanted you to have a chance to, you know, say what you kind of thought about my last question, like yeah. marriage changing. Uh, I feel like a lot of times nowadays you see like predatory divorces and stuff like that. And Expound. I that's because, uh, I remember, okay, so I saw, I saw this, this court case earlier where, um, this man and woman got divorced and mm-hmm. when they started, uh, when they're getting like the child support and everything taken care of, she literally quit her like 80 K job to go work at all that. I saw the, to then make like 30 K. He had to pay more in child support. So then he yeah, her over. I saw and luckily the judge was like, wait, you're making 80 K until last year. What happened? She's like, Oh, I quit my job. She's like, why'd you quit your job? It's like, cause I wanted to, <laughs> No, no, no. It's like reduce the child support that he had to pay. Well, let me play yeah. devil's advocate. What if I said that I know one reason why they shouldn't revamp these divorce laws and maybe what goes around comes around. And <laughs> I, I I think I know your re- I think I know your reason. I maybe maybe you got to tell me if I'm right. Um you're saying they shouldn't revamp them, right? Like that's playing devil's advocate, right? Yeah, they shouldn't. They um, shouldn't. I think you're like, well, since women are more educated now and becoming not more often than not breadwinners, but they are starting to equal out at this point, becoming breadwinners of the household uh, compared to what it used to be, where the percentage was vastly different in terms of men versus men being more of the head of the household versus the woman. Now. If a man wants to be the stay-at-home dad or the lesser, uh, lesser of the in- two incomes into the household, um, if he decides to get a divorce, he's just taking half his dipping. And it's the same thing. Like you said, what goes around comes around. Is that kind of where you were going in that direction? Yes. Yes, that is exactly where yeah. I'm going because here are the statistics, yeah. people. When you look at the younger generation and how females are doing compared to men, one, they're going, they're way more educated than we are. They're going to college at a significantly higher percentage than males are, which means that they are more likely to have more secure jobs. If we're also looking at their wages of the young professional women versus young professional men, they are wiping our ass with money, bro. They're making more money than us. So this next generation of females Only will fans. be the breadwinners of the household. And if we try to revamp this divorce law before we can get our reparations, <laughs> we might be shooting ourselves in the foot, son. We need to sit back and let them just do what they do because we're going to be out here piping up and ditching and catching the bag. So all I'm saying is that would be the one thing that I would be like, let's let's hold off and let's just let these let's just get our reparations real quick and kind of secure the bag. Yeah, shout out OnlyFans. I think that's definitely part of the women that I'm, and it's not even trying to be rude. It's just the honest God's truth. Uh, They're definitely becoming outliers. That outlier is becoming more of a norm. And that is definitely allowing the income of uh, women to also go up, not just because they're more educated as well, not just because of that, because they are. But that definitely helps out. I will not lie. Um, Yeah. But. Yeah, shout out, uh, you know, Millie Bobby Brown. Shout out, uh, whatever Bon jo- John Bon Jovi's kid. Uh, don't really even know your name to be honest with you, big guy. Um, but 
Yeah, um, best of luck to y'all. Probably last less than two years. Um, but, <laughs> you know, I mean, when you when eventually you maybe do. I didn't. Apparently, they've been dating for a minute, though. But I didn't. Well, that's. Know uh, I respect like, that. I respect that. Like a private. Like you should have. Like if you're a celebrity, you could keep your relationship private. Like that's like what you. Well, like what did like, they do? Like did they not go anywhere? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like she's like, she's like one of the biggest stars in the world. Mm-hmm. How do we not know about that? And like, how do you feel about Drake just hitting her girl up all the time? <laughs> <laughs> He pro- dude, he's probably flattered as hell. It's like if if dude, think about it. Like if you if you have a girl, if your girlfriend's getting hit up by Drake and she's not going for it, and then you end up getting engaged to her, it's like, bro, you bro, have like, there is all- not one single guy. We get engaged. I'm gonna be looking over my shoulder every day. That's what I'm saying. There's not one single guy who's flattered that Drake is hitting up his chicks on. You're a wildin'. I mean. I mean, you got to be somewhat like flattered to a degree as long as nothing's happened. If something's already happened, then it's, it's chalk. But if, if nothing's happened up to that, you know it's going to eventually. I mean, probably eventually happen. But yeah, I mean, you listen to the new Drake song. I haven't heard that release yet. Oh, no. Yeah, he just did it to me. He just, he just sent it to me. No, bro. He sent me a video in the studio right now. Billy Bobby Brown. He has his shirt off and everything right now, asking me if I could do something if I could do something for him. And I'm like, sure, I'll come over. Drake's like, he's can sending he her pictures work? of his new tattoo and everything. So he's like, work Looks the exact same. Yeah, for me. <laughs> oh, no, nah, man, but I, I think that like obviously, like, I mean, when it comes down to it, I mean I don't know how he dealt with that because, like, yes, like, if you're secure in a relationship, that's great. That's like a really great thing. Um, but like, I just don't I know. There is a uh, secure relationship if Drake's partially involved. No. Yeah, I don't know. Think, that's think, really tough. You think he's gonna add an engagement stone to his necklace? <laughs> <laughs> Does she already own one of them? It's a thing, though. Oh my god. Yeah, that's scary. But I mean. Well, you were just speaking about. This was a promise ring. A thirteen million dollar promise ring. Dude, if you're getting promise promise rings, it's like so two thousand, like early two thousands, like mid, like mid or early twenty tens as well, like two thousands twenty tens. Drake and Drake poses me as the type of dude that hangs out at the skating rink. All right, not too much on Drake, Chad. Not too much on Drake. He's over here trying to take advantage of the situation. Sterling, roll us into the next topic, man. Chad's over here trying to take advantage. He's trying to control the narrative over here. We can't let him. I heard him for a second. (laughs) Um, Well, speaking of education and, like, obviously the importance of education, especially nowadays in the United States in particular, and actually even more overseas, um, there was a new survey that that reveals that 42% of people with college degrees said it didn't end up being worth it. Um, And really the question I have for you guys is... (laughs) is the idea of college like dying just overall and ultimately would you force your own child or any of your children to get a degree uh, so i'm going to start with you chad yeah, and actually just go over part, there and the yeah, to the second still uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> damn i went i graduated college and then i got my job and i I didn't even look at where I like graduated from. They didn't even look to see if I had a degree. But 
I think it depends on like your profession. Like if my kids want to do art, I'll send them to like an art college. If they want to, I don't know, play video games, I'll send them to a uh, fucking esports college. But like, I think the experience of college in general is just something that's like you have to have it. I think I, I even though I thought the classes were BS, I grew so much in college just like having to be on my own and interacting with these strangers and just like not able to get out of that situation. Like I had to go back home and live with these eight random dudes. Uh, so I think the experience is unprecedented. But eight random dudes. Yeah, I was in a I was in a dorm of eight. <laughs> oh, you gotta really preface. That's a pause, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta experience no, these eight random dudes, bro. You we know where you're coming from, there, Chad. Okay, I don't know. I saw that a little. But uh, yeah, I want to get your thoughts on it, Mike, because I know that I mean, you guys may differ, maybe not. I don't know. So, for me, you know, um, the first question is: the degree worth it? Like Chad said, um. I think in select cases, is it, is it worth it? It depends on your profession. Obviously, if you're gonna go and be a doctor, bro, you can't just can't just watch some YouTube videos and think you're about to slice over someone's chest and do some heart surgery. That don't work out. I watch the <laughs> you gotta you gotta go to school for that. But I think for the majority of professions out there, I think that college is not worth it, and it's becoming more. Um, it's becoming more scam territory than it is actual a necessity, in my opinion. I feel like the prices of colleges are increasing while the value of colleges are decreasing at a rapid rate. Like Chad mm -hmm. said, nobody once in any interview that I've had for a job has spent even a split second on my degree or what we're talking about, or ask me any questions about college. Nothing even comes about there. It's, it's more job specific. Um, the job that I'm doing now, I don't think that, I think that I could have done it as soon as I graduated high school. Like, I don't think that there was anything that I took from college. Are you sitting on your current job? Hey, let's get his employer on the line right now. Um. <laughs> what, you think you, you don't think 18 year old could be an account executive, bro? No, I know. I agree. Well, like on the job experience, it, literally, like there's there, I'm saying that there's nothing from college specifically that I no, I, I get what for you're my saying. occupation. Like I had to get I get what you're saying. I had to be trained on the job once I got it. And I'm saying I had the mental capacity at 18 to take those trainings and be able to enforce that in my occupation. Now, like I didn't need a degree for that. But if I'm going to uh but on the second question, just to peel that off, will I force my child to get a degree? That question for me is just gonna have to be no. And um, one thing for me that I like, I agree on Chad is the biggest thing I took from college and really the, is almost the only thing I really took from college is the social experience that it came with. That's where all the growth came from. Uh, any mental growth really came from my own due diligence and research from YouTube articles or reading, like not necessarily from the classroom itself, but I did. Gain, Quizlet. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I, gained a, I gained a lot from the social experiences, but I, I don't believe that you can only gain that in college. Like, I feel like if you don't go to college mm -hmm. one, 
If you're not going to go to college, you got to have a plan and you got to be working on it and you got to show me that you're working on it. I don't care that like there's no success at the beginning. You know, you got to start somewhere, but if you ain't working and you ain't doing something, then that's not going to fly with me. You're going to get your ass to school. But if you're working on something and you're proving to me and you're working on every day, that's fine. But I think in order to get those social experiences that we got from college, you just got to get out there on the world. Like, you know, I think where people get trapped is they don't go to college and they stay in their town and, you know, they don't really explore or whatnot like that. But my brother, as soon as he graduated high school, he didn't, you know, uh, he went on cruise ships and he was sailing across the country, going to different places and whatnot, meeting a lot of people from different regions of the world. And, you know, that social experience in itself, and he was away on his own, he had to grow and mature as a person, as a man. In that situation, I think there's different ways to get it. Um, so, I mean, I know Sterling's about to fucking... I got one last thing to say. I think the benefit of college with the social aspect is that you can get away with a lot more dumb shit and not get arrested. That's like, true. I feel like if I, if I went out on my own and did the dumb stuff that I did that I did when I was in college... I would have gotten arrested pretty quickly. But do you feel like you like it was necessary for you to do those dumb shits? Like I feel yeah, I learned I learned, I learned a lot of uh, lessons from those. I learned um, yeah how to not get <laughs> like you were just we were just in a like vortex of life where we were just doing stupid ass shit. But I don't feel like I feel like in any situ- other situation like I would make mistakes, but I wouldn't. It's not like I needed to do dumb shit like y'all were punching holes in the wall you didn't gain no fucking life experience (laughs) don't punch holes in the wall bro i knew that when i was like five come on man don't do it but we punch a hole in this wall right now i can go to home depot and have it fixed by tomorrow morning all right but niggas ain't punching holes in walls that's my point (laughs) what happened let me let me let me let me slide let me slide in here let me slide in just to answer because like I get where you guys are coming from, like, and obviously I think you guys are, like, I know that you said, uh, Mike, you obviously wouldn't, like, make your kid go to college or anything, and then I know that um, you said, like, we kind of all have somewhat similar, like, somewhat similar, it. like. I'm not, I'm not saying that I would yeah, yeah, yeah. have to go, but I would, I would encourage me, it. If my kid but I'm gonna tell you right, he didn't, you know. I'm going to tell you right the fuck now. I'm going to tell you right the fuck now. If you ain't gonna go to college, you better be have a damn job waiting. I don't care what it is. Like I don't care what it is. The day you graduate, you better have a job waiting for you. But Dad, you ain't get. You don't get job waiting. I'm gonna be on OnlyFans. All right, nah. Like, look, you could go live in an apartment on your own, doing your OnlyFans. Like that's fine. But no, and then the same is, and it goes back to the point of the idea of college being like. I mean, if you, I'm sure you guys have obviously applied for jobs in the past, done applications, etc. And and they'll always ask, like, you'll look at the requirement. You'll look at for, you'll look for the requirement for the for the job, and it'll be like, uh, like college degree required, preferably in these fields, whatever. Um, and I was listening to something the other day, just for example, for anybody out there that might be listening to this, it's like, bro. If you match all the qualifications on a on a on a application or a, a job description, you are overqualified. One thousand. Like they they it, you are overqualified for the job, which makes when you go and negotiate salary makes it twice as easy if you are if that's the job you decide to go with. And so most of the time uh, they won't hire you because you're overqualified. 
Yeah, they know, and they know you're going to negotiate salary. That's exactly they want people that are lesser experienced. That's for that's some that's some word to the wise right there for some younger folks out there for some people that might be older. That's some word to the wise. How about right you there. answer the damn question, bro? Well, the que- my answer my answer to the question is I don't think that do I think college was worth it? I don't think any part of it. Well, I think it was worth it in my like in hindsight for me. For me, it was worth it, but in reality, like. Um, the I degree, think like it's um, not college. It's the the degree. No, the degree. The degrees doesn't mean shit, bro. Like I could literally walk anywhere and get. Like I can also talk. I don't. I didn't even need the social experiment of it. Like I didn't even need that. I knew that I could go out and talk to anybody I wanted to and just be natural. Yes, you gain like some skills. Like you become you sharpen the knife a little bit more. But I could have done the same thing in the workplace if I was working from eighteen and probably saved and had more money. Just to be a hundred percent with you, like. I mean, no job that I've that I've had at this point has well, no, has actually required a college degree. And everything that I learned in college, literally, I like don't I couldn't even tell you because Chegg, Quizlet, and Course Hero did it for me. I'm gonna be a hundred percent a. And now they UCG, got AI doing it for them. So. <laughs> and now they got AI doing it. Like, it, there's no, there's no business, there's no business for someone to care about their degree. I'm, I'm dead serious. You're really, if you're really smart. Go to community college in a town that's close to a big college. Go to community college, get an associate's degree, because an associate's is perfectly fine. Like, that is cool. And you don't have to finish, but go to a, a, a college close to, or an associate's college close to a big college, and go there, and you will still get the experience of going to a four-year school. You know what I compare what college I, to today? I compare college to the math teacher that wouldn't let, let you use your calculator for a math test. Is that it's teaching you a bunch of irrelevant stuff that when you got into the workforce, they would want you to do the exact opposite. We're learning how to write essays and papers where we're not, where that's obsolete today. Like we don't write essays. We don't, we're not going to be writing papers. If colleges want to be more beneficial, just like those math teachers want to be more beneficial, they should have showed us the way the way around a calculator, every in and out of a calculator, because once we got into a real job, if you were in accounting and you were over here writing on your piece of paper, I would fucking neck you so goddamn hard. Like, what the fuck is you doing? If you don't pick up that calculator, motherfucker, yo, I don't know what you're doing, man. So like, schools should embrace AI. They should be teaching them how to use AI to their benefit because what's really gonna happen is the workforce is going to be using they're going to be incorporating chat gpt and if you're not using gpt4 if you're not qualified to use that guess what that's going to be on the requirement gpt4 like certified it's probably gonna be a certification for that so you know instead of trying to teach these kids how to do everything without the technology they're a step behind it's really just a scam they're increasing the prices and they're not giving us life lessons, you know? They're teaching us a bunch of stuff that our employers are going to have to come and, come and almost untie and rewind and, like, rewarp our minds to think differently than the college had us thinking because it's not how the real world moves. I'm, but, like, like, I'm going to go just to... Like, the what? teachers, like, prepared us for shit. Where, okay, okay, yeah. this is, a, this is the important. one good part about college for me. My game design teachers, like, we did, like, a, uh, like, a capstone project, and we had to go present it to the, to the teachers and whatnot. People were coming up there in, like, their business clothes, like, suits and stuff, and my teacher came out, and he's like, 
yo, take that suit jacket off. And they're like, what? And he's like, when you're out there going for an interview for a, a game design job, they're going to laugh at you if you come in there dressed up, head to toe in a suit and tie. He's like, go put some cargo shorts on, go put a t-shirt on, be comfortable. Because that's that's how people act in the industry. And that's facts. And I, But I also feel like game design is kind of one of those degrees that can be beneficial, though. Like there's, uh, I also think you could pick up things like outside of college from game design, but there's also one of those degrees that can be beneficial. But for somebody like me and Sterling, you know, our shit was just so fucking basic generic schooling that like, it's not that necessary, man. At the end of the day, one thing that my dad always told me is that the most your degree will ever do for you is land you an interview for your first job. After that, it's yep. completely irrelevant. After it's that, experience and after everything that, from that it is experience and it's a popularity contest. Can you interview well? If not, then you're going to be screwed. They don't care where you went to school at. Like some people might care about that. But at the end of the day, if you're getting, a, if you're going for a job where they care where you went to school at, guess what? Everybody else who's interviewing probably went to the same damn schools. So you didn't mm-hmm. really get a step above them. Like you're going to have to interview well. You're going to have to have good experience. And that's what it's going to come down to at the end of the day. And I think that the economy is moving to more gig work, which means that, you know, there's going to be a huge section of economy that's growing that has nothing to do with universities or anything like that. And um, I think you're going to start seeing less people funneling, choosing to opt out of college or at least choosing to opt out of like the more expensive universities or four year universities. Because like if Duke bro like it doesn't make any logical sense to go to a four-year school and especially take my advice and go to a community college that's near a freaking four-year university you will get the same experience like it's the exact same thing in a better education if you're a loser go to a four-year university man you need that experience (laughs) don't just be a loser huh so you call me a loser i'm joking that's your no. Nah, that's his own insecurity speaking. Don't let him. <laughs> no, but what I I did want to say something really quick because I just like I didn't even realize that we were gonna get this deep on this this topic in particular to that tonight. I knew we were gonna talk about it, but I didn't know how deep we were gonna get it. I literally just did a poll on my Instagram and there was ninety vote ninety actually a little over ninety votes. It actually went a little past it, but ninety votes asking. How many sources, speaking to the gig economy, right? How many sources of income do you have? Or like, or the question was, do you have more than one source of income? And it was literally, I believe it was 55% to 45%, 55% saying yes, 45% saying no. And then you got to think about the, maybe the outliers that are like just saying they say yes because they know I saw that who voted for it. Who cares? But like, it's almost, no, I mean, I mean we're, let's, we, let's probably put yes, but haven't actually received the income from what they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's be let's be 100 percent real here, because I mean, like and, and no, I appreciate everybody that voted, uh, by the way, if you do listen to this. Um, but I mean, it's almost 50 50. Right. Um, being that 50 percent of the population has more than just one their main source of income and then the other 50 being that does it or they're working towards it. Right. Um, and that's perfectly fine. So. In that same vein, we've we've talked about like, bro, you're not going to really succeed in this country at this point, in this country at least, if you're just going off of one source of income. And that one source of income typically get is from your college degree, quote unquote. We we imagine it's our main source of income, the one that we think about when we when we tell people what we do. Yeah. But th- then there's the other thing, like social media, etc. However, which way, whatever way, selling T-shirts online. Who cares? Like whatever you're doing, like. 
that's what I highly encourage that. I highly encourage everyone to be able to start their own business or start their own type of brand for themselves to promote themselves and make money off it. Because nowadays there's no reason not to try it at least um, and see what it comes from. What you're bringing up, that multiple source of income, getting married, to me, I'm so old school where getting married seems to be picking up a second source of income. Like if you if want it's to done have, right, if it's done right, yeah, could be picking up a second source of debt too. Yeah, come <laughs> back. Like just like we've been like my girlfriend and I talked about the numbers and crunching like what we make, and I'm like, yo, if we get married, we average like over a hundred k, so we can get a nicer spot because we can afford it then. Yep. Mm-hmm. It does save you a lot. I mean, like, like, right? You, th- it's just like, it's just like living with a roommate. Period. Not even like your partner or anything. Like, if you live with somebody else, it is going to be phenomenally cheaper, typically, to live with somebody else as well in an apartment or a house or whatever. Just because there's two of you versus one. Um. So, I mean, for those out there that are struggling, like, not even struggling, but like looking to just like. Or maybe don't have a college degree, maybe do have a college degree, maybe don't know what direction they're going with their career, whatever the hell it is, who cares? Like at this point, like put your fucking headband on or whatever the fuck you do to you know get your shit going, fucking take some pre-workout, whatever the fuck you gotta do. And literally just just go out there, do whatever you want to do. Start a business, do whatever. I'm not saying quit your fucking real job. I'm not saying that shit. I'm not saying that shit. No, I'm saying I'm saying take the fucking <laughs> I'm saying take a fucking you can I'm saying fly. T- <laughs> open up your window and fly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying take a fucking risk and say fuck it and see if it works out. Give it some time. Give it four or five years to work something out and see if give it legitimate time to see if something works out for you. Don't fucking give up in like three and months because we have this keep showing up. You know, if you just keep showing up, yeah, it'll be a snowball effect compound and over time and you know <clears throat> you'll eventually uh what is it eat the fruits from your labor or what's that what's that saying i'm oh, fucking you know reap what you sow yeah reap what you that yeah. one works too reap what you sow reap what you sow eat the fruits of your labor either way but you know <laughs> i, like I know we kind of have you i don't think it's, no, it's you either. can't have your cake and eat it too yeah you can, you can bake your cake and eat it too there we go so speaking of ai <laughs> understanding the idea <laughs> love you guys but um we don't want to stay there for about we'll be there for the rest of the night honestly we could talk about that forever which i love but um speaking of ai and that type of stuff i mean we know that ai is obviously making a massive 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 uh trend towards uh you know our modern day economy our modern day jobs etc school whatever like we just spoke about but ai and music is making a big splash um and I know that, you know, if you guys are on TikTok or on any social media at all, um, you've probably seen some Drake leaks. You've probably seen all types of leaks of AIs of these really famous artists. Question I have for you, the both of y'all, and like I'll answer as well, obviously, but is it beneficial or detrimental to, you know, overall innovation of musical, like legitimate artistry in the industry as, of, as we know it now? So... <clears throat> I think there's a timeline to this. So like if you if you're unaware, if you heard there's a new AI Drake song featuring the weekend and Park my sleeve. And and it's really good, really well done. Sounds like a Drake song. Super catchy, super boppy. 
One thing that I found interesting about it, though, is that it might be better than Drake's actual <laughs> recent single drop that he just put out with the Kim K single. Uh, I like the Kim K's. I like Search and Rescue. I thought that was a good drop, but I, I do think that the AI one might be a little more catchy. Um, but back oh to no, my, it definitely is. Yeah. So back to my timeline. I think that we're gonna go through this honeymoon period, which we're in now, or we're starting to enter. I don't think we've really hit the peak of it. It'll, you know, if there's a graph, if you can see me, it starts at the bottom, then it comes up, and it's just gonna be a sharp spike of just things that coming out in different use cases for AI and music. And I think at first it's gonna be really cool, but I think over the long term, AI and music is gonna be extremely, extremely detrimental. Um, <clears throat> I think that what we're gonna see take place, in my opinion, is that we're one, if we think that streaming services and um, distributors like BMI, being able to make a song and it's cheaper to make a song and just put it out to the world right now has oversaturated the market. Just wait till people are using AI to oversaturate the market and just make a bunch of music. And um, I think that, you know, where I think it could go is it, it could almost, it, it could, it has the potential to kill the artistry of music. You know, what I, I think people will not, they might not even be signing record labels. They'll be signing like voice licenses and voice license, that's what yeah, I say, you'll yeah. just have a bunch of people behind a computer screen, a bunch of nerds fucking generating a bunch of AI songs and yeah, they'll put yeah. it out. And the worst part about it is they might not even tell you that it's AI generated. You might just like, they might just pop up and say Drake made a new song and Drake somewhere in the Bibelos, if you know what, if you know, then you know. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you know, he's somewhere driving through underground garages, but, uh, and they're just putting out Drake music. And we're over here consuming it, thinking Drake did that. And he puts out a tour and he's about to go perform. And he's over here on the tour bus learning his music from the jump. So um, for me, I think it's, I think it's detrimental over the long term. Uh, Chad, I don't know, like, well, what do you think? I feel like AI can the the reason why it wasn't AI Drake's on the record is the voice and the style. So I think artists could combat this by being creative and changing up their style. Like you got like uh Tyler Creator. He he's mixed up his styles a bunch throughout the years. So like if you tell an AI to make a Tyler Creator song before he changed his style to like the whole like Igor type of deal, it'd be like, oh yeah, that's a Tyler Creator. So when he puts out his new music, like, oh, this is new Tyler. So I feel like the reason why the AI works so well with Drake is because Drake has like one style. <laughs> no, quit. I Someone knew he was stop gonna come. this man. I knew exactly where he's about to go as soon as he mentioned Drake. <laughs> but don't you think that at the same time though that uh, like I feel like. I don't think that the artist can keep up with the AI. Because if you really well, think no, about it, like Tyler, yeah, like when you saying that the song was being taken down and stuff. Yeah, it's the end of the day. No, the it's, but it's everywhere, dude. Place. It's impossible. Well, there's not that hasn't been figured out yet. Oh, so yeah. So I think yeah, there's no, there's nothing he can do about it. Like this there's literally like it's just like a legal thing then. So either either the artists yeah. do what you say and be like, okay, it's easier to just produce an AI song and uh, just start making AI music. 
Or the artists are suing and they changed the law to be able to license their own voice in their life. There's probably well, not a law. Even, there's, I guarantee you, there's not a law behind it right now. I guarantee not there's, there's, not, not a, there's not. There's not. But how? Do that's you why even, they're having like, problems. There's going to be so many iterations coming out on a daily. I don't even know how do you like. You can't make. You can't, you can't even it. file that many lawsuits. Well, you no, can't stop it. Law because um, uh, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Darth Vader. Who's the actor that plays Darth Vader? He just sold his voice. To, yeah, he yeah. sold his voice to Disney because artists they can license their likeness and their voice. Yeah, but they have to. They would have to exercise that right. You know, not everyone has their and voice license right now. But like your point to Tyler Creator and like Tyler Creator switches up his sound. What I was saying is that the I don't think the artists can keep up with the AIs because. AI is, you know, we're just seeing the beginning stages. This is like the first generation of the iPhone, how fat and ugly that shit was. And we thought it was cool, but it was nothing compared to what we got in our hands today. Like the AI is mm-hmm. going to be able to make Drake do country music. He's going to make fucking uh, reggae well, and go. You've got to remember that he's got so much music. That's why it's so good. Like That's why when we, that weekend, I was literally just thinking this as you guys were talking. The weekend... Drake snippet, like, or that that song, that AI generated song. I think it's a banger. I think it's, I think it's better than, I think I think it's better than Search and Rescue. But Drake, you real, you said earlier that Drake sounded like it sounded just like Drake, basically. But the weekend didn't sound. It was like a little off, right? Drake's his discography is so is so deep that AI. That's what AI it takes from internet experiences. Everything it takes all that information and compiles it to something that makes sense for the current meta or whatever's going on but the weekend doesn't have the same discography he doesn't and the weekend sound is a little bit more unique it's just how it goes and it's very hard to replicate that's but cool so it, but it's hard to replicate with the first generation of ai like the tech is only going to get better and the thing yes, is, I mean, too, but is that's, I'm giving that that's need, the reasoning you're not even going to need that big library of music because it's going to eventually be word or even voice to sound like people can just sing the song and ai will switch it to drake's mannerisms and tone and whatnot like that and you don't even need to have that big library if you know if you just like well, that's what i'm i'm just saying for the time to the time well, being the time the now, yeah, correct, but yeah and there's, it's they're going to there is going to be a, uh it's going to become a lot more elaborate a lot more uh deep but in reality though if your discography is not deep enough, it will not be as sharp. It just will not. Like, there are going to be big artists that have a lot of their stuff made, like Drake, like The Weeknd, like Kanye, like like people like Presidents, people that speak a lot, that have a lot of content out there that can be replicated. But to here's speak the, to... Here's the, here's the main point, though. Like, what I'm really trying to get at is we're only thinking about the artists today. How relevant will they be when ai music becomes so easy to it'll be so easy to generate a hit song literally you don't have to have any musical talent to generate a hit song so you You don't even need to be you don't even need to have drake's voice like you could just go in and make an ai song with any voice with your voice and it'll go switch it up and make a melody from it in a nice catchy jingle and what we don't even have like celebrities anymore it's just so mike i i got something for you here i honestly think it's not going to get to that because I think it's a matter of time before a major 
political scandal happens because of AI generated, uh, like something. And once that happens, the government is going to put such a hard stop on public access to AI and deepfakes and stuff like that. Well, that's a problem in itself, though. That's where we start becoming like China, where we don't have free reign to the open internet. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But I think it's going to happen once a major political scandal happens because of it. But, but see, like, that becomes so difficult because if you trump AI innovation from the beginning of AI, then all it's going to do... Here's... If we ban it, there's not going to be other nation states. That innovation is just going to move. And AI innovation is not going to stop going because we banned it. We'll just become behind as a like a economy as usual as a nation as usual. Yeah, we'll become as behind usual. from it, and um, what we'll see too. And it's not going to be that the people in America stop doing it. Is there going to be people in America who stop doing it here, and they're going to move out of the United States? keep generating that stuff and we can fall victim. AI is the future in some way or some capacity. And if you're not like embracing innovation and kind of, because the whole thing about America and our economy is, you know, we let you do free reign until it hits a problem, like you said, and then we start to find ways to regulate it. But they just put a complete AI processing is going to be the future. I think with, AI voice and sound generation, that's all cosmetic, and the government doesn't care about that. Like, what you're saying about it'll go somewhere else, uh, one of the bigger things, like, if it's a political scandal, where would they go? Because if it gets that big, I feel like the, uh, the, um, fucking, uh, uh, what's it called? The group of countries that are together. United, uh, Nation, yeah. United, United Nations. Nations would put a stop to it. No, nah, but that's so like, those kind of things is the ramifications behind that are so, so hard deep. to like get everybody yeah, on can't. the same front. It's just you like cryptocurrency. If we were to shut down cryptocurrency, a cryptocurrency wouldn't die. It would just be moved in like places like Ecuador who are embracing it fully and making Bitcoin like um a reserve currency and moving it other other places. Um, you know, the AI, um, and I mean, like we were specifically talking about music and not like political things, but I do think that like at a certain point, you're going to have to let AI do what it do, do what it does. And if, and if they don't make those regulations soon, there's really not going to be a a way you can stop it. You're not going to be able to limit it. Like there's a thing in America, like it's just like. It's the internet of itself. Whenever the internet was created in the, the, the dawn of the internet, internet was like super minuscule, like not a lot of people had it, and it was super slow, and it was just not good. It was just there. It was like, oh my gosh, I can access like other things. But the internet is based off of something that we, we made. Like, let, 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 me, let me give you people an understanding. Artificial intelligence, which is what AI stands for, if you didn't know. <laughs> AI was built by human beings. The system and the processing was built by humans. But the difference between AI and regular computer software and stuff like that, like software in general, is that AI has the ability to adapt to what is in front of it. That is just, it's the closest thing to a human being that doesn't have a lungs and a brain. The brain is built in the actual data, like the actual software in and of itself. In that, with that same point, the problem is, is that 
when we first got the internet, we didn't put regulations behind it. That's why there's all like we, that's why there's all this stuff on um, Reddit and not even like the dark web, the dark web and stuff that still exists, where people are getting snuffed. Like snuff films are like I've literally seen snuff films. Like ca- it's like casual on this stuff. If they don't put regulations behind it, like there are massive, massive, massive consequences. But that's such if they a don't great do area, though. Like. But that's, that's the thing. You either do it right now and have riots and have people be upset about it now when it hasn't been a, a, as evolved as it will be. Did you see or what, you they, wait to- what they proposed when they were trying to cancel TikTok? They basically just threw in a bunch of language in that proposal when they were trying to ban TikTok that basically uh, puts a stop to open source internet and it would just turn into a more yeah. Chinese way... Like that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like it's like if you do that, we're moving to very like milky waters, and it could get it could get way worse. Milky, (laughs) murky. Oh, oh, okay. I'm I'm fucking up a lot of sayings here, but go ahead, Chad. Uh, No, you get it. It's not self-learning. It learns what's fed to it. That's the one thing that they're trying to get towards which is technically like sentience of it learning like knowing that it's an ai and saying hey i lack this information i will seek to find this information right now it's just someone gives me information and then i fill my data bank with it so when it becomes mm-hmm. self-learning that'll be pretty cool it'd be pretty scary but it'd be pretty cool it's gonna be scary as fuck too at the same time it's gonna be cool but it's gonna be fucking scary um but yeah, guys, I mean, like, I think the music industry can thrive. Like, I, what the point I was trying to make earlier, just backing it up to the whole thing about the music in- industry in general, is that I think it's just going to become the age of producers because it's not even going to, you're not going to need, like you said, you're not going to need the actual artist. Is if a guy can produce a good beat, guy or, guy or gal, sorry, um, could produce, or they uh, could produce a good beat um, and can have decent to. lyrics. Won't need to. <sighs> Well, yeah, I mean, the beat's all that really matters you can, because you can if use If you the... can type in, I want a sad song, and basically all you need is a good ear. Because if you could type in, I want a sad song with a slow beat and a catchy melody, and the AI generates a bunch of different variations of that song for you, all you need to be is essentially your own A&R where you're listening for top hit songs and you are able to choose that song upload it to distro kid and put it out on all service on all streaming services and then everyone gravitates to that song because it's catchy and guess what you're the one who found it you're the one who uploaded it so you own the rights to it so you're really not even going to need to have any musical talent you're just going to have to know a hit song how many self how many self-made millionaires uh do you think are going to be going to come within the next decade because of this simply just because of AI and the creation of music. Well, I mean, this, the boom over it. the past decade was already insane. I think, yeah. I honestly have to think about this now that we talk about it. I think it will take a long time for AI to replicate, like, like singing on a technical level. I think the reason why it does good with hip-hop and uh, rap is because it's mainly just... You heard Rihanna's? No. 
Ryan's got some crazy AI songs out there. Like, I'm telling you, brother. It, if you didn't know some of this stuff was AI, I'm not joking. You would think these you people You just got to look up AI shit. music, man. It's actually pretty good. This you gotta look deep into it. Real artists would stick around in AI. Let's hear it. I think it'll become a classic car versus an automatic car type of deal, where you get those people who are dying. Who the fuck like, drives a, a regular fucking yeah, car from the fucking sixty? Who, who drives hard. that? I'm gonna drive my classic. I'm gonna have my manual car because I like doing the work type of deal. And there's people that appreciate that. So you're going to have music split into genres of this guy. It's like, hey, I release these songs with my own voice. No way I need it. And he'll find his group and they'll be like, die hard. Because the this is my little bit of a tangent. The one thing with a business that I realize is that you don't need millions of fans. You need, let's say, a thousand fans. Yeah, you see well, a strong you community. Hundred dollars over the course of the year, and now you're making six figures. Yeah, you just need that tight core of people. But here's That's here's where it also community. gets tricky. Is what about that? What if I get up here and say I use my own voice and I don't do AI? Love me, and everything I'm doing is AI. I feel like you know, a scandal would come out. I feel like it'd be easy. yeah, scandals could be crazy, yeah, dude. The like, scandals. Yo, but what if crazy. I got the machine behind me, bro? If I got fucking Sony Music behind me, you think they're gonna let that come out? You just saw what happened to Jonathan nah. Majors. He over here choking bitches, and now we we ain't heard shit about it. <laughs> no, that shit did disappear. I ain't gonna lie, that disappeared. I feel like Reddit would take to the internet and be like, "Okay, let's look up." Oh, yep, we got Mike here. He's living here. Hmm. Why is his energy bill through the roof? Is he doing some sort of AI processing on the side to go find out? And they'll be like, oh, <laughs> this dude's a fraud. But you don't think it can get to a point where it's literally like... It will be like that. Like it Drake's will. song, yeah, if Drake will. put that out and said, I did that, and if it wasn't for The weekend, because The weekends was a little botched, but if Drake literally put out a snippet of just his part, there would have been that no be a part banner. of me that I would have said that it was AI. I would have been like, yeah, that's 100% Drake. And that's a and fucking that's banger. Like, I don't even know if our, it's gonna, I don't even know if our ears going to be able to hear the difference eventually. Like, cause we'll become know, numb to it. AI just I became think we'll a become big thing. Numb. Like the whole boom around it became a big thing within the past like year to two. Like we are so early in it and the advancements in technologies today, like, the, how quickly it advanced only improves and gets quicker over time. I feel like it can get really tricky unless they have, like, there'll probably be software that could tell if, like, something. But, I mean, even then, they did the well, they have they did software GPT now for four on the U.S. Constitution, and it said it was 98% done by AI. So, I don't know how well that shit's going to fucking be. I mean, the majority of music I listen to is auto-tune, Volkloid, EDM type of shit. So it's already AI. Yeah. Just, like, <laughs> just, I'm a strong proponent of uh, every time my girlfriend and I listen to music, she's like, oh man, this song sounds like this song. I'm like, yeah, I feel like every chord progression, every melody and rhythm combination has been found. And now it's just the person who's doing it. Nothing's unique anymore. Wait, especially, especially when you find, but that's that's the thing. That's why some of these songs we don't even realize, like even like the smallest little tone, like the low, it could be a lower bass by a notch. 
and there's there's songs like damn that beat goes crazy and it's we've heard that beat before but like i said the tone is just like dropped out of the bass is dropped out a notch and it, it rings our ear a bit different and that's it like it's the same thing but it's just a little bit different and I think it would be like let's, what michael was saying where like music will le- be less of the artist and more of the producer the person who's in there well yeah i guess what i was yeah okay this ai just generated a hundred songs i'm gonna take the next eight hours to listen through all of them okay song number 23 that's the hit yeah and then i also like my other point was that i think that the amount of artists that we look at like we look at artists today will shrink like that will that will get smaller there'll be a select handful that we look at i think with ai it would grow well, I'm saying that we look like that we look at them like we look at artists today, like um, oh Tyler the Creator, oh Drake. I think that pool will shrink, and it'll just be. I think you'll your favorite hit will be somebody you've never heard before that made a song in a basement in South Korea. Oh, so you think concerts will start to die out? Uh, well, I mean, I think that I think concerts are eventually going to move in the metaverse. So like essentially you'll be like live streaming and anyone could you like they don't have to be there but i mean i think concerts are dying out now like concerts are like uh yeah concerts are becoming like a premium yeah like it's it's a privilege you have to be a big name artist to get a fucking tour going with more than fucking 10 dates like and if you want if you're not a big name artist now you're pretty much living off the back of festivals uh so i mean I personally think that it'll just be a bunch of hits coming out, kind of like TikTok. Like these people are blowing up. I've never heard these people before, and once they get that one hit song, I don't hear from them again. That's a TikTok dilemma right now. There, I saw someone talking about it as how uh, a lot of music these days are being created for sixty seconds max. So we're getting a lot of incomplete songs and good hooks. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, dude, that's what we've listened for. We were, we were, we were being groomed to be this way when we were kids. Let me, let, and let me back this up without us, like, because we could, we could literally talk about this for an entire podcast. No, we weren't being groomed by someone in particular. We were being groomed by the way that rate, like that. We used to listen to radio. Let's all be real. We all used to listen to radio for a period of time, and, and for my people out there, ninety-seven point five, one hundred five point one, one hundred two Three, if you're in Greensboro, I think it's ninety six point nine as well. If you're in the Greensboro area, yeah, kiss. Like, I mean, bro, like, but let's listen. All right, so give it a second here, right? You you think back to a lot of the music that came on the radio. It was the reason that those songs, like, we are groomed now to only hear like the hook, because the hook is what we is what every generation thinks about is the hook. Everybody remembers the hook, but us specifically is because there have been ass songs, like. I mean, dog shit songs. Let's let's just be real. Like, what, y'all remember that song? Uh, you know who I'm talking about. You know that song. I and I, this shit's gonna make you really yeah, start to dive back at the arc. Not Hotline Bling. I'm not even talking about hip hop. I'm not even talking about hip hop. Remember the song by Carly Rae Jepsen? Oh, Call Friday? me maybe. No, Carl. No. Call me maybe, oh, not Friday. Oh, wait, we just talked to the same person. <laughs> but that too. But those that, those two songs, Friday by by Rebecca Black and then Carly Rae Jepsen and um, and her shit. Call me baby. Think about it. Do you even really remember the words before the hook? 
like no. you 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 probably heard that and you probably heard those songs probably 40 50 times at but that minimum with our generation of music Jeez. yeah that's what i'm saying we yeah. were trained and we are the next generation of listeners who can build or who are building up artists at this point no, as well. Not. That is correct. We're already out. Yeah, we're we are. Still, we're, that age. we're on the back. We're on no, but we're on the back end of the generation. We're the back end. There's a new generation on Earth, yes, but we're in, still within the generation but of we're not music the that can help generate though. that. I don't think that our generation is the ones. Ah. Uh? Well, I'm I'm talking about our like us as in 25 year olds. Like I know Generation Z. Like, like, doing like, it, I, like as 25 year olds me you and chad are not the ones building up artists today it's college students and below like i said i said that i think we are on the back side of it and i believe that it will literally like it's just based off of that we were groomed that way and the generation before us is dumber or the genera- generation uh, after us, which is Generation oh Alpha, <laughs> they're just dumber. I'm I'm sorry, they're just dumber. They they don't have, they don't have their brain cells. Their brains don't like have. They've been numbed. Like the way that they've been genuinely brought up, they their brains have not developed the way they should have. Um, granted, they're probably are they more dumber, or are they just more equipped for a different society than we are. They're equipped for a different society, but I. But I think that there's a lot, there's a lack thereof of create, like of not creativity, because they are creative, but a lack thereof of realizing originality, not on their behalf, but on in, in the music industry in particular. So let me not stay on this topic forever, because like I said, we could sit here and talk about this for literally two hours, easy, without even blinking. So um, just to speak on music, because we do love music here, and unless you boys have some final thoughts, I don't want to leave you leave you hanging at all. Um, Okay. Um, just speaking of music, <laughs> we got four women involved here. Four female rappers. Um, I would say um, uh, Cardi B, all right. Ice Spice. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, Chuck, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, 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 I don't know two other women. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go for it, Sterling. Well, well I mean, we've got Oh, really, just just cat. to have like a f- no. what? <laughs> I'm talking about like top of the chain. I we got we got four artists here, and there's always like a there's phenomenal pairings between the 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 two of them. Not necessarily phenomenal, but they do pair up. Uh, they paired up a few times. We've obviously got Ice Spice and Nikki just dropping Princess Diana music video. By the way, if you guys have not checked that out, go do look yourself at a it. favor. Do yourself a favor. It's the closest thing you're gonna get to WAP. Uh, without being at WAP, because WAP was God tier. I'm just gonna be just be 100 with you. Um, and then we got Cardi and Meg, Megan the Stallion. Damn it! Right? Dude. Fuck! I could have so, easy. Yeah. So I mean, like you think of Ice Spice and Nicki. Um, just like I said, just dropping the video, doing the song Princess Diana. They've done a couple other songs together. They've been involved together in a couple songs. Cardi B and Meg. Megan, I've obviously been known for you know directly through WAP, which was I mean one of the biggest bangers probably easily of that year but the question i have for you guys is just speaking very briefly on it because it is hip-hop and it is music and honestly they might be ai generated here soon um who's the better duo ice spice and nikki or cardi and megan cardi and megan yo that's a duo that that could probably hold their own with the music and also rob your ass (laughs) rob your ass that's that's true 
So, okay, so we have to kind of set the guidelines because how I set the guidelines is going to determine how I answer this question. Are we saying who's the better duo based off of resume that's been put out now or just talking about in general? I think we're going to have to do in general because Ice Spice doesn't have a massive resume. Yeah. Well, I think that's the. Uh, well, I mean, like they have, yeah, they both have like the two. They have the songs together. Obviously, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion have the bigger track. They have WAP, which is much bigger. Um, I'm probably gonna piss off a lot of people and say that I don't see what the whole like gist is on Megan Thee Stallion, music wise. I think she's got one flow. She likes anime. <laughs> that's your bag but she's got she's got one flow and i feel like she's the female version of the baby and what i like and i like the baby when he came out but one thing i told all my friends is he's gonna die out quickly because he's got one flow and he and he was not able to generate a second one and when you come out with one flow and his one flow is not good enough to just be like regurgitated over and over again and I think that's Megan's problem. I think Megan has one flow and she can only like, and the thing she rap about is very uh, directed to women. So yeah, it's, it's like, I can't even listen to her songs because they're like, they're so explicitly tailored to women yeah. that it's like, nah, I can't have this being played in my ear. And I can't sing along to it. Whereas Ice Spice and Nicki Minaj, obviously Nicki is the queen. So I think Nikki and Ice Spice are, if we're talking in general, I'm going Nikki and Ice Spice just because it's motherfucking Nikki, bro. The queen, son. And she's light years ahead of any of the four we just named. So I don't think, I think if she's on your team, then you're beaten. Because I'm taking Nikki over Cardi, which is the comparison. And, uh... You know, if we're just talking in general, which like which celebrity I prefer, Ice Spice over Megan. If we're talking just rapping ability, I'd give the edge to Megan. But I think Ice Spice is the better. Um, I think she's the better celebrity personality. I think she's more the people's person, the next door neighbor, the girl next door type thing. She's mm-hmm. she's more appealing to people. She's also doesn't have every fucking male celebrity or male rapper in the game having bars dissing her every time they drop a single. So I'm going to go Nicki yeah. and Ice Spice. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I have, Chad, I, I don't even, honestly, I just don't know how you casually disrespected Nicki. Um, like, her casually. It was a, Wait, you just said something I mean, about Nicki? Her voice annoys me. Chad, bro, you over here talking shit about Drake and Nicki? You just don't like Young Money? And he don't like Lil Wayne? <laughs> <laughs> this man just hates the whole group but no like i mean if we th- really think about it in general generalization like like nikki could be by herself against all three of them and she'll still probably roll them that's 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 the t- i mean like like you said if, if nikki's on your team in terms of this situation i mean you're gonna be like the better duo quote unquote um but it, like i do agree with you in terms of like meg megan the stallion's flow and even Cardi's flow sometimes, like Cardi, you know, she don't even write her own song. So I mean, yeah, that that is what it is. Literally, an she openly, she, yeah, she's she's openly said that. So if anybody goes in the comments and tries to debate it, like, just look up the video. Um, 
But like, yeah, I get it. Like, as a, from a male perspective, like, I, I get it. Like, she's woman empowered. Like, she's trying to empower other women, which is great. Um, but let's just be let's be frank. Let's just be frank here, guys. All right. Um, there are more men listening to hip hop than women, and when it comes down to it, Nikki and even Ice Spice, because now now Ice Spice is the like you said, like kind of like the girl next door, and she's the most appealing thing on the on in the female rap game now physically to most uh, of those folks. Um, that combination kind of hard to beat with Nikki's flow, and then you got Ice Spice being popular as hell right now. I mean, like she was with Kai Sinat, and like. Kai Sinat knows every damn relevant celebrity in the hip-hop game right now, basically. Like, he is that guy. Um, so, I mean, I don't, I don't really think that's an argument. I don't think it's even something you can debate, genuinely. I didn't um, listen to each song. I just really went off of who would kick my ass in a fight. And I think Cardi B... <laughs> <laughs> Who's a better duo? I guess when you say better duo, you're like thinking about fucking. Who's that better duo? Right off the bat, I'm like, who am I taking in the fight? Definitely not Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion. They'll fuck me up. If we're talking a well, fight, then I'm definitely going Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion because I think, I think Nicki and Ice Spice are they're like, you know, uh, they're like pretty girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I don't like Nicki Minaj's voice. I still don't understand that. I think she brought Monster down. I'm sorry, Michael. Oh, I honestly don't like. I I'm not someone who thinks that uh, Monster that she was the best uh, verse on Monster. But I agree. I used to not like Nicki Minaj's voice when she used to do that. When she used to do all that bullshit. <laughs> oh, the, the one meme of when people are running. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't. I I used to not like Nikki when she used to do all that. Uh, Maybe I should give her a new something. But when she like got away from all that, like the very beginning when she first showed up, I thought she was better. And honestly, my favorite Nikki is Pop Nikki. Starships were meant to fly. That song got ruined for me though because of the radio. Because it felt like yeah, every that's... time you turn on the radio, that's like whether you just uh, got in your car, went to Walmart, come back in your car, Starships playing. What's the song with uh two chains? That shit was a slapper, yo. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Bitches ain't shit, and they ain't saying nothing. Nothing. The motherfuckers can't tell me. He's in the trap. He's in the trap. He's in the trap. What's up? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude, a banger. I mean, like, Nikki's watching any female rapper in a verse, so let's just go ahead and, like, but, yeah. I mean, so other than Chad, who just literally doesn't like the greatest rap group of the past, of the 2010s. Who else is in your brain? Tyga. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I ain't hey, big on Tyga, but like... I, I he, Tyga filled his lane because he's starting to fill up other people, too. He already figured that out. They got Chanel West Coast. <laughs> Definitely fuck Chanel West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> but um we 
Exactly. It was just SpongeBob uh, reincarnated into a human being and a female that was tan with a bad spray tan and blonde hair. Um, <laughs> but I mean, we all kind of, I think at this point, yeah, Chad's just a hater. Like, it ain't like he ain't got no logic behind it. Hater. You're a hater. You're a hater. Hater. You're a hater, bro. Like, just, just be a hater for this one. Like, you're a hater. Sorry, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I didn't think you were going to go over that one that quick, but um, I know, guys, like, we've obviously talked a lot about just a bunch of stuff, but we wanted to add, like, a new segment in for y'all um, just to, uh, yeah, just to get you guys kind of, like, a little bit more involved as well into something just random. Um, so for this week, uh, you know, basically what this whole segment is is just, like, a basic random debate topic that doesn't have to do anything with, like, what we would usually talk about pop culture-wise. And we just kind of debate on, you know, what our opinions are on it. So for this for this week, guys, um, we're going to go with best cereal. And I'll actually start off with my favorite yeah. best cereal. cereal right? Best you hate that, too? Oh, dude, I fucking hate cereal. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite cereal the best Reese's Pieces, bitches. <laughs> the best. <laughs> the best cereal to me. For a number of reasons, and I like I, I want us to all put our answers out there first, and then we can explain them. All right. Best cereal to me, hands down, Honey Nut Cheerios. My little the little Bro, bumblebee you up are there. Fucking about to get roasted <laughs> on this. Nah, no, no, no. You about to get your nah, ass nah. Best. I got my reasons. I got my reasons. I got my reasons. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh. What are your reasons? Make you shit good because all the fiber. No, you uh, really be Chad. bland as fuck, yo. I said honey nut, not fucking Cheerios, you idiot. What's y'all's? Cinnamon Toast Crunch, the only right answer. That is a yeah, Nikki. Um, that shit's true. You all know what? Me too, oh, because okay, go ahead. I, I, I like, I like a lot of cereal. Um, man, <laughs> he flipped the air back and everything. I like a lot of cereal. <laughs> That's one though. Oh my god! Chad, like, dude, are you Cheerios? fucking types of cereal. I don't know why you said fucking Honey Nut Cheerios. Cheerios has some good ass fucking lineup. Like you got, you got strawberry chocolate. You got cinnamon. What the you got fuck? Cheerios. You got fucking frosted Cheerios. Oh, does not belong in your top three, son. Top three. Oh, no. wait, we're doing top one. Yeah, oh. but I'm saying it shouldn't even be in your top three. Okay, okay. That's because your taste buds are trash, boy. This is poor people's you probably, cereal. You probably eat bland-ass collard greens, Damn, too. Damn, you got a poor person's taste palate right now? Dude, have you ever had What'd you say? <laughs> I know your ass ain't gonna say Sugar Smash is your favorite cereal, bro. Okay, okay, okay. Here we go, here we go. Sugar Smash? You can eat that shit dry. Like, you don't need milk to eat sugar. No. We're talking about the one with, like, the frog on it, right? On the box? Yeah. Yeah. You can just, like, just reach in the bag, grab handfuls of that. It's like, it'll rot your teeth. It'll stick to your hands and your clothes. But damn, does it taste good. All right. Just don't put milk in it because milk will make it disintegrate. Yo, do they have Honey Nut Cheerio honey? Oh. Like Honey Nut Cheerio covered with honey? Yeah. No, that's what Honey Nut Cheerios are. There's Cheerios and there's Honey Nut Cheerios. Do they have a honey in the store for Honey Nut Cheerios? I don't know. Do they have a Sugar Smack flavor sugar? I don't know. 
because they have cinnamon flavored cinnamon toast crunch out there. That's because only one of them can make a spin-off fucking item, purchase item, and that's why it's to go out here. Y'all out here picking these generic ass brand ass Chaz over here fucking I might have to throw him a couple dollars because he's over here talking about some sugar smack and can't even afford the milk to put in there. No, 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 we know we know you we know Chaz Rich, bro. When you introduce milk to sugar smacks, sugar smacks just dissolve and then you're just left with sugary water. Bro, y'all's choices, I'm so disappointed in y'all's choices, man. Y'all sound like some niggas, bro. <laughs> Comfort food, man. Nah, so like definitely cinnamon toast crunch. I think for me that's the best. Like it's like it's got the comfort, it's got the sweet dessert taste to it. If I had to do a top three for me, oh, cinnamon toast crunch is number one. Apple Jacks is number two. You're fucking gross. Clearly, I love cinnamon in my cereal. And number three. Gotta you gotta have some brown in your life. Cocoa puffs. That's fair. No, let me let me let me put my reasoning behind my honey nut cheerios. Okay, stop shitting on. Uh, first off, Chad, sugar smacks. You need to go. Hey, bro. What are hey, you bro. fucking fifty? You should already be. A, it's, it's already a red flag that you can't put fucking milk over your cereal and the motherfucker could disintegrate, bro. That's it. Imagine you try to do that. You got that in a coffee every day, bro. You will literally be fucking off your ass. So goddamn hyper. No, but that, that's because your bladder and your stomach is dog shit, bro. Um, yes, first off, Honey Nut Cheerios are good for lowering cholesterol and blood pressure. Both. Great. That's literally what they're known for. Honey Nut Cheerios. Dude, are you sweet. have to be the oldest nigga in the fucking room, bro. You over here shitting no. on young people, and now you over here talking about good for your cholesterol. We're eating cereal, it's nigga. Good. If you want to be it, healthy, go make yourself a fucking banana smoothie. Hey, man. I'm just talking about in terms of taste. I love the taste. It's because it's subtle. It's not overbearing. I don't like too much sugar. Like Things that have too much sugar make me sick to my stomach. And that's one of the things that I appreciate about Honey Nut Cheerios is very subtle. Honey is a subtle taste. And then... The best part about it, I don't know. Let me ask you. Do you guys drink the milk after you're done eating your cereal? Yeah, if, if you have good cereal that allows you to. Okay. I'm just saying because some people just throw it away, and that's how I know most of them probably ain't black either. No offense to my white folks out there. But <laughs> uh, you got you to gotta value every sip and every ounce of a. Uh, not like we grew up broke or nothing. Easter. I'm saying. But I'm just saying. Limited edition Cheerios. Let me see. It doesn't matter limited edition, bro. You can't even you can't even put your it's not even cereal, bro. That's just fucking just granola. Basically just turns into granola, but ultra sweet. Oh, let me see. I can't see it. Bro, what the fuck is that? Chocolate strawberry? Like that sounds better than your bland ass honey nut Cheerio cereal. They're not bland, bro. Like y'all, y'all taste buds are literally Why of you a out fucking five year old. Got nut in his name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you think makes a honey stick in a Cheerio? Some grown man's nut. 
And also, I will say, as a kid, I didn't have uh, my parents were not big into giving us a bunch of sugary selections, so that there is a bias there. I've had a lot of different cereals. Don't get me wrong, in my own like life, on my own, but like I was eating Fruit Loops. I had Reese Puffs, had Captain Crunch, had Fruity Pebbles here and there, had fucking Captain Crunch, fucking tears up the top of your mouth. I hate Captain Crunch. No, that shit is that shit will put you in a coma. That shit will literally. You eat a whole box of like. I used to eat three, bro, because I'm just so disappointed in your favorite. I need to hear y'all. Oh, oh, Honey Nut Cheerios number one. Okay. Honey Nut Cheerios number one. Um, number two, I probably put I probably put Cocoa Puffs there too. I ain't gonna lie to you. Shit, you do need a little bit of brown. You do need a little bit of color in your life as ladies. Um, (laughs) and and then thirdly, ah man. Third, hmm. What's a cereal that I don't have a lot, but I like it every time I eat it? Oh, what's that? What's it? What's it? Uh, Honey Bunches Oats. Oh my god, <laughs> you suck, bro. You suck. <laughs> what? You don't like that? Fucking loser, bro. Your <laughs> top three. It, it's 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 uh uh. Nostalgia wise, sugar snacks, but then yeah, cinnamon toast crunch, and then and funny enough, it's it's probably also cinnamon toast crunch with the cinnamon toast churros. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good too. I'll accept that. That's better than fucking Sterling's top three. Shut up, ho. My top three is filled knowing that when I, and I don't eat cereal that often, I'm gonna be 100%. Like, I used to eat it all the time, but I don't eat cereal that often anymore. But Dude, like those are solid choices. Like, if you're trying to like make sure you get what you get out of your system, also have a semi-healthy meal, and it's gonna taste good, and you could drink the milk afterwards. Like, that's not what I get cereal for, bro. Subscribe to Magic Spoon, not a sponsor, but but could be. Yeah. (laughs) Guess what? Guess what? I want you guys to know is that no matter what you say. Your taste buds are trash. Like I said, you probably eat bland ass collard greens. No fat back, no vinegar, no nothing. Yo, Sterling, you're showing your ass, bro. You're gonna be that grumpy ass old nigga one day. Oh, wait, Michael. Okay, I'll replace the churros with honeycombs. Honeycombs is good. I like that. That's more defined honey taste than honey nut Cheerios. Yeah. Shut up, slut. I'm not a big fan. It's name. <laughs> You know what? I'm the reason. The reason I I do like Honey Nut Cheerios is because, like, I'm not the biggest. I'm not the biggest fan of honey in general. But the the reason that it, the feeling, the taste of it being very subtle. So I'm what? You like bland food? No, you I don't, don't like, like the taste of honey. But I don't like two. Two of your top no, three I don't like, cereals have honey in it. I don't like. I don't like like that pure like sh- like almost like syrupy taste like that. Could you? Everybody's had like honey like just straight honey before, right? Like straight honey, yeah, right? Like on a biscuit or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it's super. It's super distinct. It's super super distinct when it's like faint and it's like a very like it's not savory but it's like a very faint eases into your like taste buds versus like. Ow. Like it hits you in the face. It's so much better that way. It's an appreciation for food, man. And cereal is a food, but sometimes we just treat it like a soup. And that goes to my question of the day. Let us know down is, below 
what your favorite cereal is. Also, comment. Tell us how you like the Black React segment. Uh, give us some options. I'm sure we could pro even use some of uh, your... You can like make that some of your questions on your 30-day challenge, Sterling. And we can implement mm -hmm. that into the show. So let us also know how you let like us the know why honey nut cheerios suck. Yeah. <laughs> and is it questionable that Sterling's favorite cereal has nutted? Let us know. <laughs> What's your favorite oh, candy Sterling and nutter butter? <laughs> no, uh, my favorite candy is uh probably um dark chocolate Hershey's. Blend is Hershey chocolate. <laughs> oh, I scared to death. No, it's dark chocolate Hershey's. But um speaking of I know I know we've been like jumping up and down tonight, guys, and jeez, oh, I cannot talk. I need some damn waters. Um I'm talking about a bunch of different stuff. So a few things here. I want to address this first because I think we can end it a bit more with these reviews and things like that, but um we know we love love. Everybody loves love, unless you're a sociopath or a psychopath. Um, and that's okay. If you give us a view, subscribe, and talk, tell your other psychopath friends, I'm always, I'm always down for it, okay? Um, but so for those that didn't see the debacle uh, of the Love is Blind, quote-unquote, live reunion uh, this past Sunday... For those that were trying to watch it, like myself and uh, I believe Mike, uh, and you know, probably there was 10 million other people trying to watch it as well. Over 10 million other people in the United States, just the United States, um, trying to watch it. Well, let's speak about the last episodes in the weddings. And I, I know Chad, you're not you you haven't really watched it, but I want to I want to. <laughs> oh, oh, Chad, bye. Um, I know that some people may have not watched it, but I know a lot of people have. I know a lot of people have. Mike, I want to get your thoughts on the weddings and then even the reunion and how that all kind of went down um, as, as you see fit. God, man, I don't even I don't even know where I start. So, I mean, it's been a while. The, I think the last time we spoke about it, we spoke on episode one through five. So I'm obviously not going to get into everything that we've missed. We're going to stick to more, like, like you said, the wedding and... Um, <clears throat> the wedding ceremony and the ending, the reunion in itself. So for me, when it came to the wedding ceremony, I, I'm going to have to be honest. I didn't even uh, listen to the whole thing. I, I kind of skipped through the wedding ceremonies. And honestly, I could really guess where a lot of those were going to go in the first place. But the one thing that kind of shocked me is I was shocked that Kwame said yes to Chelsea because honestly um Kwame to me always sounded like he always said he loved Chelsea but he always sounded like he was kind of one foot in one foot out even like he could never like say something good about Chelsea without also reiterating something bad about her and uh, as I started to watch more as love of love is blind Chelsea also kind of like she seemed kind of iffy like I know she's like the perfect girl she like Everyone loves her. She's super nice. But she was almost overly nice to me. She almost seemed like... I really couldn't understand why she loved Kwame so much so early. Like, it didn't even make sense to me, bro. Like, Kwame was just like... She was almost kind of weird, like, how she was acting with Kwame and how how much she was into her so quickly. Um, <clears throat> so, as far as, like, that was probably the biggest shock on the wedding 
goes, and I, I guess we'll uh, first we will address the wedding, and then we'll get our thoughts on the reunion because that's where a lot of shit was fucking wild. But as far as the wedding goes, the biggest mm-hmm. shock to me was that Kwame and Kwame ended up saying yes to Chelsea. I thought he was going to say no. Uh, Mike and Paul, I saw that coming. I told you when we were doing the one through five that <clears throat> Paul and Michael weren't going to work out. Like even though as the season went on, they started to look like they liked each other, but they're from two different cloths, man. Like, Paul and Micah never meet up in real life. Micah's obviously, like, in a friend group that Paul could never be a part of. And, you know, her friends fucking suck. Uh, or at least her best friend did. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, as far as the weddings go, those were my big standouts. You know, what what, what was your wedding standout? I mean... Everybody knew Tiffany and Brett were literally the most lock of a lock you've probably ever seen at Love is Blind, period. Like, if you watch all four seasons, they're the most lock you've ever seen. Um, then it came down to, like, Micah and Paul. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. The whole line that Micah used, like, I think the only thing, the only right thing for me to do is let you answer first. All right, that first off, bitch. crazy, yo. First off, bitch. Like, Answer the fucking question. Like, you, and I don't feel bad for this bitch at all. I don't give a fuck. I don't feel an ounce of, like, sorrow for her. She deserves every single bit of, like, shit she's feeling right now. And I know she's taking a lot of, I know she said it's affected, but affecting your mental health. Fuck your mental health, bro. You literally look like a piece of shit on that show. Your friends that you were around, the people you were around, and you still act like you deserve, people deserve it. They should still treat you nice. After you did all that, even if they cut it up the way that make you seem even worse, I don't fucking feel bad for you. Like I don't feel bad for you at all. Like you Here's- literally changed. And she's trying to play the fucking victim so she doesn't, so, so she can make herself feel better. Bitch, you are not the victim. Like you're not. Facts. And there's also like what I kind of grasped from everybody coming around and you know how it finished is I honestly felt like I felt like Marshall and Chelsea. Would have been a better couple than Kwame and Chelsea. I feel like Micah and Kwame should have been together. And Paul should yep. have went with um, the Amber chick from the beginning. Amber. Amber. Yeah. Yep. And that that those made more sense to me. But I like Kwame and Chelsea, like I guess they're still together now, but I see divorce in their life. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that's gonna work out like to me. For him. I think the way that they are. Like, just watching the reunion, them talking, and then, like, because, like, just the reunion as well, because, like, in terms of the weddings, I was surprised. I wasn't, I wasn't, wasn't surprised by Kwame saying yes, because we knew Chelsea's dumbass was going to say yes. Um, and, like I said, Tiffany and Brett, that was a lock. And then Bliss and Zach, I don't even want to talk about those fucking weirdos. Those, those motherfuckers are weird. Like, I'm super happy for uh, Zach, and he got to dance to the song that his mom, like, all that shit. Like, that's super good. Like, <laughs> Yo, Look, that man, song I'm, I'm he not made during the reunion. <laughs> hey, stop fucking letting niggas sing on this show unless they can sing. Stop it. I be skipping and I'm cringing. And the only reason I couldn't skip it is because it was fucking live. How he gonna I make swear. another song after what after seeing the reaction that everybody had to the first song? Like what? It's like, bro, that was the most cringe shit over. And they're just standing in their living room. She's just staring at him like, bro, like as much heat as Irina took. I guarantee you, in that moment, she was like, 
mm, yeah, all my actions were worth it because this nigga weird as fuck, yo. <laughs> she was sitting there like, y'all really wanted me to fucking be with this dude? Like, come on. Nah, man. I, I wanted to speak on Irina, too, because Irina and Micah, they, look, they both started crying when they, they got asked to confront their own problem. You, I thought that shit was fucking hilarious. Yo, did you I was hear like, when the audience laughed at Irina when she started crying? Did you yeah, notice they that? they were laughing. Yeah, I, I heard them like chuckling. I was like, wow, <laughs> that's what you fucking get, bitch. Like, that's literally what you get. Like, you were literally laughing at people in their feelings on a multitude of occasions in the pod. Like, on purpose. Yo, Zach was going and, at her ass, too. Yeah, and, and dude, Zach's not a dumb motherfucker either. Like, he's not dumb. Like, all these, like, the whole thing is that those two girls and then Micah's friends became the villains of the show just because they, not because it's the way they cut it up, because you, they can only cut up so much to what they actually give, like, they give you. Like, what they give, they have to, they can cut it up. Like, if they, if I said, oh, I hate women, and then something like that, yeah, but the thing is, I said I hate and women, they so they could cut the it however they Made it, like, Zach made it seem like cutting it up made it, made them nicer than what it actually was. Like, they said there was yeah, that, that's they what everybody said. Show, yeah. But um, yeah, he was like the the way they were talking about him. I was like, damn, bro, I feel so bad for you, bro. I honestly feel like as bad as Micah and Irina were, they weren't the villains of the show. I felt like uh, the main villain of the show was that stupid ass bitch Jackie, yo. Stank, fuck stanky, Jackie, bro. bro. She stank, yo. How you gonna go for this Josh dude, yo? And this dude, <laughs> this dude said, "Let me get the ring." She said. She didn't even let him get the ring back, bro. Oh, hell, bro. We would have had to cut the cameras. <laughs> no, I'm, the thing is, I'm just so confused with her, man, because, like, I, I've been, dude, I'm staying on TikTok. I'm, like, staying. Like, I'm staying. I'm understanding this. So, for those of y'all that didn't get to watch the reunion or just watched it or whatever, whatever it is, just to fill you in. So, the reunion was filmed live. And, they, and I believe there was an invite given by to everyone that was on the in the final parts of the show, like made it through the engagements and stuff. Um, and Jackie and Josh, who are still together, were not there. They did a pre-recorded video with Vanessa Lachey, who we'll which was also like three talk minutes. About her, because oh have my some, god, have some opinions on she, her too. Oh, my, I got all types of th- shit to say about her, but so she's like. First off, if you watch Jackie and Josh or Jackie tell her side of the story with her and Marshall, because they're showing like Marshall's face most of the time, but they're showing a lot of the cast reactions of her, like what she's saying. And they're all like, what the fuck? Like, whoa, where is this coming from? Like, what? No way. And she's trying to say this man used a derogatory term against her. Like he used the T word. Um, And if you know what the T word is in terms of uh, when it comes to gender, um she was trying to say he said that to her and that's what sparked her to say he was soft all this other stuff or like he would like eh. and he came out and said that he just said you have a strong jawline which she had already started picking at him about being soft and being sweet and doing and he says you got a strong jawline and she just loses her shit all right let's just be real let's just get real here i don't i'm not a fan of the woman Let's I be, think she's he, a scummy. He dodged the bullet, man. She was like... No, she's scummy, bro. As soon as that she woman got out scummed. of the pod and we had, like, real life, like, she couldn't keep her emotional stake in check for two seconds. She was always crying about whatever bullshit she had going on. And I'm like, yo... Apparently, apparently that her dad, that she, her dad was sick, had cancer or whatever. 
which I respect, but still, you can't use that. I mean, I'm and I'm sorry about your dad because that shit does really All right, suck. Well, like, Wiggins' dad's going through shit too, and he's playing in the NBA playoffs. So once the lights and the cameras on, you gotta fucking do your thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I I just don't know why. Like she tried to take it out on him and make, and she still to this day try to make this man seem like he's the bad guy when he wasn't perfect. He's not made out to be like a hundred percent like perfect king. But most of the stuff he was doing was right. Like that's the way a lot of women want to be treated, bro. Like you, you like he is dodged the, the bullet with you. Is it really I the mean, way a lot of women want to be treated? I mean, or the way in the they long, say they it, want to be treated. In the long run, that's how they want to be treated. In the moment, not right now while they're young. But in the long run, yes, that's what they want. In the short run, no, because nice guys do finish last, and we do know this. Um, it's just facts. They finish last and last in the in the present, first in the long term. Don't ever be a, don't ever be afraid to be a nice guy, guys. Facts. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, I just feel like I feel like Marshall and Jackie. Like, I I predicted that that was not going to work out well. Like, he seemed mm-hmm. like he was too nice, and it seemed like to me that Jackie's never really dated somebody. Kind of cut from that cloth. It seemed like she's always. Uh, she's supposed to be treated you know like be treated with respect and like gave her what she needed yeah yeah so i just feel like uh she she kind of wanted a different version of a guy and Marshall, let's just be honest she wanted a hood nigga she, she wanted, wanted a hood nigga bro. <laughs> that's what i'm trying to get at she wanted she was she wanted a hood nigga she wanted somebody to call her a bitch and say like this that and the other bro. yeah yeah <laughs> basically we know that like basically. the way she was leading on i was like bro like <laughs> All right, this guy's a marketing manager. Like, I don't think he's a hood nigga. Nah, he's a good fucking dude. Um, who like, I mean, power to her and Josh if they're still together. I was surprised about that. I didn't think Josh really gave a fuck. He just wanted to beat Marshall, honestly, in my opinion. But I guess he still wants to be with her, or at least he wanted to be with her long enough to do the reunion. But <laughs> we'll see. I no love is blind couple has had a kid yet, so we'll see if that's uh. If that ever comes about black and the white the black and the white the black girl and the white guy are still together after all these years true um true. like that couple i never thought that shit was gonna work out but they are good together but let's talk about the biggest topic in terms of love is blind and what we gotta address bro we got to address this shit like this it can't be a ongoing thing for the rest of the season and we especially with the new season the I'm, and i'm sure a new season's coming soon in the next few months so like I need this. Need this is to be said. Nick Lachey, or Nick and Vanessa Lachey, specifically Vanessa. Um, Vanessa Lachey. I think uh, you're typically you, you know pretty funny. Now I'm not talking about the reunion, but like funny. You make like cool like like it's fun while they're recording the show, and you're cool. Like you're cool. You're a producer of the show as well. Um, Nick, I know you high as hell all the time. Like, I know that's why you be stumbling over your words, can't read the teleprompter. I know damn well. You're high as fuck. Like, you're high. I can see it and in your eyes. He definitely doesn't are... wear the pants in that relationship. No, no, he doesn't. And his eyes are glazed over. Like, he's glossed up. Like, I already know he's fucking high as fuck. Um, and Vanessa's off of something, bro. Last night or the other night, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. She was one of the worst hosts of any reunion I've ever seen. And she was off of fucking something. Because she was like, mm. I don't know about She was you. like, shame. It, it seemed like she had like, she had a whole like feminist agenda that she was trying to 
get yeah, off there. Yeah, like, like, bro, I was like, what? Like, bias towards like how she treated and how she kind of came at all the the guy, uh, I guess, attendees of Love Is Blind versus how she came for like the females and even the females that were clearly regarded as the villains of the show. She was giving them so much grace and coming at Paul trying to make him the bad guy. I was like. When was Paul ever the bad guy on the show? Like I like was not watching that show and once he did slap like, that girl's ass though. Oh after, yeah, after that was a wedding. terrible. <laughs> I didn't even that see boy's that. A demon. I didn't see that till the reunion. Like, did you pick up on that? Oh, bro. No, I found like the day of. I was hanging out with my boy. And I was like, bro, like look at this TikTok, and it was everywhere. I follow these girls on TikTok, and they all like were like bakes to so and so. I found this picture. I want to speak briefly about that because Vanessa literally said, if y'all haven't seen it, brought it up and literally left it. And like I was like, okay, so you ain't going to let, let, let him elaborate on it? Like, you just going to, like, bring it up and, like, <laughs> put him in the dirt? Bro. <laughs> she, she... Yeah, and throw him in the dirt like that? Like, damn. Like, I mean, and granted, like, I think I think Micah's friend with the dark hair was, like, a, the best looking out of her friends. Oh, and she liked it, bro. Micah's friends ain't shit because her one friend was yeah. laughing while... She was crying because Paul said no at the altar and whatnot. And I don't. She care. said exactly what I wanted. I don't care if you want that in that situation. Like, how are you just gonna be laughing and your friend running out from her wedding after just being rejected? And and Paul was like, "Nah, bitch, you ain't no mom." <laughs> that shit's crazy, bro. Like, and I kind of feel uh, him though. I like. I couldn't. I can't really, see her. She don't have no motherly or. Like, I understood what he was saying. Like, she don't show no motherly, nurturing characteristics. She shows mean girl vibes. That ain't, like, yeah. the type of mom you want. And well, the thing is, when you hang out with mean girls, even if you're not even a mean girl, bro, I'm telling you, you will be seen that way. It's, it's, you, are, you are a product of the company you hang around, bro. That's just fact. We all know this. But back to Vanessa Lachey, I ain't going to let you run away, girl. Don't <laughs> think y'all in the right, because Nick, Nick is over here blazed as hell. He don't know what the hell is going on. Like... <laughs> Vanessa, you need to get off the high horse about the feminist agenda. I get it. You want to treat everybody should be treated equally. That's the whole point of feminism. Period. But you cannot sit here and act like and try to make Zach, Paul, even Marshall to some degree with Jackie's situation the villains. Like, why are we? Why are we acting like this? Because this, this is one of the first seasons where the girls were the villains. Let's just get like her. That, let's just get her it. out of here. We've seen enough of yeah, that. Get her out. I'm tired of Netflix recycling the same people. I know you sign them to a contract and you use the same people for multiple things. Let's get them out of there. We need some new, fresh faces. She clearly like nobody was fucking with her. She she did just as I think like on Twitter it looked like she got just as much flack as Tyra Banks did with Dancing with the Stars. Like literally, no one liked Tyra Banks. I saw that all over Twitter. I didn't watch Dancing with the Stars this season, but I saw it all over Twitter that no one liked Tyra Banks. Just like all over Twitter, no one was fucking with Vanessa. Let's just get her out of there. Like, I was tired of hearing. She honestly, like, because she was harping on things that no one cared about. Like, how about you get to the point of what we were really, like, here for and stop drilling on niggas that ain't really do shit. Drill on the girls. They were crying, too. We could have really went in on these (laughs) Like, yo, we could have really went in on them. And she was over here giving them grace and whatnot. And I think the only one she, like, really did a good job for was Irina because there ain't no way you can give Irina grace. There's, like, there ain't nothing you could do for that bitch, yo. She she just, she basically just did everything 
She was she, she, she was looking like a clown on national television. I was surprised yeah, she came. Fact. I give her I give her I give her props though because Jackie didn't have the balls to come. Probably because she probably broke her NDA and can't afford a flight right now. Well, she got to pay. I feel out. like Irina came because she thought she was going to be able to switch up the narrative. You could tell by the way she was answering. And Zach, and, and Zach didn't let her, bro. Zach said, no, you nah. came on the show to get fame. Yeah, he said, nah. <laughs> and he wasn't finna let Micah like, do the whole victim thing and crying. He's like, I don't understand why you crying, let- yo. Bro, he was going off. I'm like, yo, Zach, like, this boy got some, he got, he grew a beard and grew some nerves. Yeah, but he was not fucking I'm with like, Am I looking at something like right now? Hold up. <clears throat> yep. Hold up. Okay. So, why the? I don't know why the fuck that even just, I just got that email. Sorry, I had to read that. Um, But yeah, let, let me just, let's just make it clear, guys. Uh, It needs to be done. Like, they can produce a show. Like, Nick Nick and Vanessa, they do produce a pretty good show. They'd be making some crazy storylines out of it. I ain't gonna cap. Um, but they don't need to be on the next reunion, and especially if it's a live reunion. Let me let me just get on Netflix really quick. Y'all knew this shit was coming, and they were spending money on marketing out the wazoo. And you're gonna sit here and tell me that you couldn't fucking make sure that shit went live at eight o'clock? Bullshit, bullshit. It is actual bullshit. You should give a you should give discounts to people that use Netflix this month. That's actually you should crazy. literally give. I, I didn't even tune in. I'm glad I didn't tune in live because I'd have been heated, son. I did. I did. I did. I was. I opted in to watch the Clippers Suns game, but uh, it still wasn't up the next day. I tried to watch it like during my lunch break, mm-hmm. and it still you mm-hmm. still couldn't play it. I was like, "Yo, how is this fucking big ass company Netflix can't get a simple live stream down?" I mean, I ended up it ended up coming on live like later, but I knew that shit wasn't live. I could tell it wasn't live. I mean, the, even we knew it wasn't live, but they were, they were still acting like it was because there was like problems with the mics that happened here and there throughout the reunion and shit. I'm like, bro, y'all could at least just pre-record and just fuck a call it a day. Like, and like, I, I mean, I I don't know why. Like at this point, you even try to make it live. Like you try to be genuine with this because the last thing you you wanted was this shit to be live and people start going crazy. It wasn't it. Like start two, saying two three hour wait to. When did it come? Yeah, it was two hours. It almost came on. At eight. I'm pretty sure it came on at like nine. I know damn 30. well they didn't just sit there for two hours waiting for like a live stream to come back on, bro. They definitely started filming. Well, speaking of speaking of reviews, and really probably the last thing we'll, we'll talk we'll talk more more enough about. Um, we wanted to give you guys sh- a, a long pod since we took off last week, so we had yeah, we had a is- lot to get to. It's extensive. Um, and that is three shows that are extremely popular, especially in the, just the hip-hop space, point-blank period. Um, and if you guys haven't watched them, spoiler alert. Um, but no, even if it is, like it's still, you should still watch it either way if you do feel like um, it's something that you'd be interested in. So we've got three, three, uh, three shows here being Snowfall, BMF, or Black Mafia Family, and Power. Everybody's probably heard. I know everybody's probably heard of, of Power, right? If you haven't like watched it, you've probably heard of it. Um, then there's Snowfall, which is exclusively on uh, Hulu, FX, FX Hulu, and then you have BMF. Um, three shows that I mean, personally, from my opinion, as like a young black guy, like who loves like hip hop culture and just culture in general, um, my my opinion does a really good job of. of 
outlining what whatever their their like their show's perspective about. Like one show's about crack epidemic, the other one shout out crack epidemic. Shout one show's crack about epidemic. one show's about a little it's like power in of itself. I mean it's all about they all have the same underlying um messages in terms of black culture, but all in different eras or different points in time. Um but really just want to gotta give like a very like vague not I want I guess we could keep it a little bit vague without being too specific, but um like a vague review of just like all three shows of which one maybe you think is the best, which one that maybe you didn't think ended the way you wanted it to, etc. So I want to start off with you, um Mike, and like which one would you feel is like wh- which one do you feel is the best or better than the other? I mean, because maybe you find one even to the other, because some people maybe see feel that way. So I think there's only one clear cut best one out of any of them. And um and I'd be interested to see if you say the same. I know you say you've only seen two out of the three, right? Yeah, I've seen two out of the three. But yeah. I've I've done research on BMF. So okay, I've like yeah. kind of like So um I'd be interested to see what you say. I think I think the clear cut best one and to me it's like hands down not a debate. I think Snowfall wipes the floor with power and BMF. Uh, one, they really saved their ass with this newest season because the last season was some bullshit. Last, they had tigers and fucking... Uh, <laughs> they had tigers in the fucking hood, yo. I don't know what they were doing, but that was, a, that was some bullshit. But this newest season and everything before last season and this newest season... It's just absolute gold, son. And the way that they're ending the final season now is crazy. I don't know about you, but, like, the way they ended the last episode, are you caught up? I'm not fully caught up. I'm, like, okay, two okay, episodes. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to get into it. Don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, yeah, I didn't want to get, like, too deep into it. But, okay, like, I'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll That's why I was, like, keep it vague for a second on I'll that I'll just one. stick to the question then. But, no. But the newest season's amazing, and... When you watch it, like I, I know that you're gonna be like, oh damn, I need to talk about that shit because it's crazy. But I'm gonna have to yeah, go. Yeah. Snowfall's the best one, I think. Um, they take a very different approach, and for me, power is really good, but power also kind of gets a little unrealistic at times of how Ghost just gets away with everything, and it, and it's a lot of situations that I feel like Ghost like really shouldn't be able to get away with it, um, but. When it comes to Snowfall, I felt like you could really feel and see yourself like being in that predicament. Like that could really happen and how it could form Frank, like Franklin and how he changed over the years and he became who he was. Like I could see that happening and I think they did a good job with the storyline and building him up as a character and like infusing all the family members and really showing how like when a kingpin gets into the drug space in the hood and how that could be built and how that affects everyone around them. Um, <clears throat> power is just so, it's so good and it's so iconic, but for me personally, I'm gonna have to put that. And the only reason why I put power last is because BMF is based off of a real story. So for just off of that alone, when I watch it, it, it means and it feels yeah. a little bit more, because it's like, and I know, like, based off a true story, everything's a little dramatized. It's not actually how it went. But still, like, for the most part, these are main events that did take place and how things were. And I just think 
And he's probably one of the biggest drug lords in rap culture, uh, Big Meech. And, you know, just watching his story, watching him and his brother come up, I think it's cool because it actually happened and it's, it's some real stuff. So my order, just to recap, hey, Snowfall, BMF, Power, that's that's my order. So like like Mike said, I've only watched in full, um, or closest to in full, because I haven't quite finished uh, or caught up with, uh, what do you call it, Snowfall. Um, and I'm not all up into the extensive shit with uh, power, with like the books, of, like the extra books with the fuck, that shit is just getting out of hand. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> like it's just, they're losing, like, I'm, I'm sorry, like, they're just, mis- they're losing, losing ideas. But um, I have to agree with you, uh, Mike, I mean, from my like from I watched Power way before I watched Snowfall. Like I remember when Power came out years ago. I was still in college. Um and you were the one that actually introduced me to Snowfall. Um and I mean I think that I was so enamored by Snowfall for one and just from my own beginning experience on both sides. Like I started watching Power in college, finished it once obviously once I got out because New episodes kept coming out, but um, and then when I started watching Power, I believe I was I had just moved to Charlotte or I was I was about to move or something like it was right in that like weird area time, COVID time, like stuff like that. Um and I remember being so enamored by how quickly I was like caught up, like not caught up, but like drawn I want to just keep yeah yeah I was drawn in power was a little bit more of a slower burn as it got like as it went on it was like kind of like just crazy like you said like crazy shit just kept happening like it was almost like fucking like watching Timmy Turner with the fairly odd parents Timmy, like Timmy it was just yeah yeah it was just shit going on like I'm like ain't no way in real life that shit would have happened ain't no fucking way you can't be that stupid like ghost does something what's his I can't remember the white guy's name now because I haven't watched it and in, in yeah Tommy. like I'm Tommy, I'm like, bro, like, how are you this dumb that you're letting him do this, and you just think, and then, and then, uh, uh, fucking, um, Ghost is just sitting there, just manipulating, and nobody just, nobody's reading through his fucking lying ass lips, just sitting there lying to your face. I'm like, that shit don't make no damn sense. I wouldn't even have to know that all this shit was happening behind the scenes. I'd be like, that's a motherfucking lie, nigga. Like, it's a whole ass lie. But the thing I like about Snowfall, and I like, I have nothing against Power, because I think Power is a good show, like, don't get me wrong, I really do, and I think it does highlight a lot of things in the current hip-hop culture um, that we don't even see or even talk about half the time, Um, but with Snowfall in particular, Snowfall, like, highlights a a bit in time that was so prevalent for anyone, like I said, crack epidemic is a real fucking thing, like, this ain't something we just made up and we're like, ah, like, you know, this is real, like, and the fact that someone like the development of Franklin Saint and how he was as like a you know from season one to you know now, I mean he was kind of like a low key like softy, but he wanted to be like a hard like he wanted to be a, he wanted to be one of the boys you know like he wanted to be like respected. That's all he wants is respect, and I can appreciate that. That's one of the reasons why I gravitate to him as a character and him the show in general because now he don't give a fuck. Like he don't give a fuck. He already knows he's the kingpin. He knows yeah. you gotta fuck with me. Like you have to fuck with me. And that's what that's what Ghost was trying to do, or you know, before you know. Uh, but Ghost also lied. He lied through his teeth every goddamn time he started talking to somebody. He can't even help it. 
And he Tommy was lying. a fucking loose cannon. <laughs> and we knew that. I, I knew Tommy was a loose cannon from the what the third episode of the very first season. No, nah, the and I'm like, loudest God. scene is when he uh, killed his chick, yo. You remember that shit? That shit was wild. That was nutty. I was like, yo, this dude Tommy is like, he ain't got no chick. Bro, if you're, kill, if you're killing women just to kill like, and you just going off like, I can't be fucking with you like that, you. <laughs> yeah, that I can't wild. fuck with you like I can't fuck with you. But no, like, if I had to rank about, like, and just reading about BMF, because Big Meech is, like, the thing about Big Meech is, like, I know about, I've known about Big Meech before, obviously, this, like, this show in and of itself, like, really started, like, I guess, becoming popular, because Big Meech has been around for years, or was around for years. But, um, I mean, just reading about it, like, I agree with you. Um, I haven't watched it, and that's the only reason I would put it at the bottom, the only reason I would even I would want to put it above power because like I said, like you said, with power it does become a bit unrealistic. I ain't a lot of you like that shit just starts getting insane. I'm like I can't even fuck with this. Like I, my brain, I'm not that dumb. But I do like realistic events. That's why I'm also a fan of Snowfall because it's realistic events, just a just a fictitious character uh, to some degree, and they just overhype it and you know do whatever needs to be done. But um, yeah, for me, it's obviously going to go, you know, Snowfall Power than BMF. And I'm going to make a conscientious effort to actually watch it, but I have read about BMF. I just want to watch it and see how the production is, see how they kind of, like, uh, dynamic in the characters, etc. Just You'll to like learn it. and, like... I mean, and the, um, the, the main character, like, Big Meech is actually his little son, too. His, his son, so... Um, oh, really? Okay, word. So it's cool, too. That's actually sick. Yeah. So. That's sick. Nah, but I mean, and for those out there that haven't like, and this may be something you're not interested in, but I think if you like hip hop culture or culture just in general, like you need to watch. Honestly, <laughs> you need to watch Power just so people, when people do talk about Power, you know. But watching Snowfall and like, like I said, I haven't watched BMF, but I will watch it. Uh, watching Snowfall is an experience, bro. Watch like, Snowfall. That's a... If you don't take anything away from this, Go home. It's on Hulu. I know you got Hulu. You gotta have. Hulu. If you got ESP, if you got Disney Plus, I know you got fucking Hulu. It's a so, bundle. So fucking it's a watch it. bundle. There's six seasons, son. What more could you want? We just put you on the six seasons of gold content. Season five, Easy. you just gotta get through it. I know it's got some weak parts into it. You just gotta get through it. <laughs> but from season Not one enough. to season four, absolute gold. Season five is like a hit and miss. Every episode, here an episode, every here or there. Yeah. But season six is amazing. Sterling got to let me know when you're caught up because I think the finale is uh, this week, I believe. So I have to double check. I, I can't remember if it's this week. I think it should be this week, actually. I was reading something about whatever. But um, I think that's going to do it for us today, boys and girls. I'm not, I ain't going to lie to you because we are, this is obviously pre recorded if it's, you know, being that it's going on YouTube as well and Spotify and all other. Um, platforms i and mike can obviously and those are all through the link tree link uh but um once again appreciate y'all we're low-key trying to watch the game uh, i ain't gonna lie to you i ain't, I ain't gonna say a lot to y'all um but you know other than that i you got anything else to say mike before uh kind of let things go nah let's go ahead and get out of here it's 26 22 clippers are up let's go i'm nice to I'm Team Clippers on this series, so I want to. I want to go ahead. And uh, I'm, I'm. I'm KD. I'm KD in the Suns, bro. Come on, man. You got to root for KD. I want to see KD somehow play the Warriors. That's what I want. I want or 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 LeBron. I want that story. I don't, I just like Kawhi a lot, man. 
I love Kawhi, but Kawhi don't deserve another championship because he got lucky the, the the year that he won. He grinded. He did get lucky though. And I don't care what uh, nobody says. He got says. lucky in the finals for sure. Up until the finals, yeah. it was an amazing playoffs for Kawhi. Yeah, the dude hit one of the most legendary shots of all time. Yeah, and then it had of uh, all time. It had uh, if your Metro don't trust you, I'm gonna shoot you. I'm, yeah, and Beautiful dude, that's morning. that video is perfect, bro. That what a great time in he, life. He's he's literally, I mean, he's gonna have to carry the boys. So, also, yeah, well, I know we're ranting, guys. If you got any any people that are out there, basketball fans, throw throw some comments down below in the YouTube side. Uh, even if, if there's any way you could like uh, reach out to us on social media on our on our Instagram page in particular or any other platforms, uh, reach out to us. Let us know if you're basketball fans. We'd love to hear a little bit of your feedback too. We'll definitely we're gonna definitely introduce some more sports stuff as the. Um, months go on as we, we go towards football cooking, season. Don't worry. We got some stuff brewing for you guys. So uh other than that, yeah, I'll let Mike you 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 roll us out an outro and uh we'll get it moving. Yeah, let's go ahead and head out tonight. Uh so for the fellas out there listening, listen man, they only want a one percent man. I tell you every week, I don't know why you don't listen to me. You just gotta quit your bitching and get your bread up already, son. There ain't nothing else to do. There's really no other options. Quit your bitching and get your bread up. And for the ladies out there listening, move on, sweetie, because he don't love you. But it's okay, because you want to know something? You're still beautiful, powerful, and strong, and will always love you. Until next time, it's the After Dark Podcast. Peace.